This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Do you guys have any big names in your phone book we could cold call right now and ask them a shocking question? Ask them to make a headline? Um, I got Sean Casey in my phone. Really? Mm-hmm. I got Stan Savern in mine. I'll <laughs> <laughs> Stan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't believe in... What is, it, what is the show called? Is it Undisputed? Is it First Things First? Is it's it Undisputed. I have, I have yeah. a comment. I mean, what the hell do they call this They thing? have a lot of shows on Undisputed Fox Undisputed with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless who was formerly sparring partners with Stephen A. on first take, <laughs> as we all know. But on that show today, Shannon Sharp cold called, quote unquote cold called. I don't know if it was, I, I think it was planned to be quite Do honest you? with you. You can, that's, if depending on which state you're in, that's, that's true. highly illegal that's to true. have someone be on the air without someone telling said, them that you're on the air. Yeah, someone said the Fox legal team would never allow that to happen. Without, exactly. They're right. too smart that they would. Th- right. There's no way that you get to work at that level and all the producers that they have and not one of them would be like, that. we can't do that without his consent. It's they fair. would just throw it a commercial. Unless they yeah. are in one of those states, which they might be, and I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know where they are. But there are some where you can do that and not tell them that they're on the air. Mm-hmm. So it'd be fair game if that was the case. But Shannon calls him and, like, right away asks him, are you going to Dallas? Right? Or he <laughs> yeah, says, he like, said are you done? Like or something with Atlanta. Like, are you looking to leave? And Julio Jones said, I'm out of there. I'm out. He said, I'm out of there. And he didn't commit to going to Dallas. He said he wants to win. So when he said he wanted to win, Shannon said, well, don't go to Dallas. That's fair. But it's just crazy how that just happened out of nowhere. And the Atlanta Falcons team account even tweeted not, like, anything funny, tongue-in-cheek. They just tweeted a total, like, normal story. Like, their Bob Labriola wrote up about Julio Jones. Like, he did an interview. Like, Julio Jones speaks about his latest state with the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. And it's not good as far as his latest state is concerned. And Man, I just don't understand how the Falcons – if they were blindsided by this, although he says to he asked for a trade a while ago to get out of Atlanta. And I believe that I'm sure he probably did. But that means he doesn't like Matt Ryan anymore. So why would the Falcons think that they should like Matt Ryan anymore? And, and I don't maybe know if that they means, should like Matt I don't Ryan. think it has anything to do with Matt Ryan. I think it does. I don't think it has I don't think what him, else would him it be? disliking is I just disliking Matt win. Ryan. Yeah, I don't think it's Matt Ryan. I think it's the organization. They they're just cursed. Atlanta can't do it. But why then would the Falcons bring Matt Ryan back, restructure his deal, if they knew that this Julio thing was coming down the pipes and that he already had asked them to be out? Because yeah, I hear that. I would just blow it all up if that were the case, and I would have tried to take a quarterback in this year's draft when you were picking in the top five. Who knows when you'll get that chance again? Even if you do suck out loud next year, you don't guarantee yourself into the top five, and you don't know what the quarterback class is going to look like. Maybe Spencer Rattler out of Oklahoma is the only good quarterback next year. And who knows if he's – And that's the only one, and if you don't get the number one pick, you're going to try to get some middling guy and hope that you hit lightning in a bottle. But, yeah, I I don't understand the Falcons' mindset here. Uh, They get Kyle Pitts. They they have Calvin Ridley. They have this great offense, and at the center of it, it's Julio Jones, their most veteran presence, other than Matt Ryan, and it just seems like – you know, things finally starting to maybe get back on track for Atlanta. Finally move past those demons of what happened with that Super Bowl against the Patriots. Although they did go to the playoffs that next year and have a great game against the Eagles that they almost beat the eventual mm-hmm. Super Bowl champion Eagles. That 
thought Julio but have him had a chance yeah, to make a catch in the line, end zone right? there. And mm-hmm. honestly, as far as Julio's concerned, maybe one that he should have pulled down. Didn't it have in the very wasn't the 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 home opener for the Falcons a week one matchup? It was like the same for thing the Eagles. Was. Sorry, because they were the defending Super Bowl champions. It was, it was the, Falcons, the same yeah. game, and it was the same circumstance where the Eagles had a goal line stand against the Falcons. And you know, but they've really gone in the tank ever since that playoff loss to the Eagles following the Super Bowl collapse the year prior. And it's been a team with a ton of talent. And, you know, maybe they finally think with this Kyle Pitts pick that they get this extra X factor that they're finally going to just push over the hump and go 11-6 and six and make the playoffs again. And then wham, your franchise wide receiver, best receiver in franchise history, future Hall of Famer without question at the position, is wanting out. It's got to be so frustrating for that fan base. And I got to admit, I'm sure Matt Ryan is a great friend, and I'm sure he wants Julio to do whatever Julio wants. But selfishly, I'm sure Matt Ryan is a little ticked off about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I said that um, I don't think that it has anything to do with, um, you know, with, with Julio not wanting to be with Matt Ryan anymore. But at the same time, I understand why, you know, he would be upset if you're Matt Ryan, right? I mean, I mean he's been your guy for the last however many years. And I don't think it has, you know, I, I don't think it's Julio's mindset. I just think Julio wants to go win and maybe chase a ring. Um, and I don't think he thinks he can do that in Atlanta. But at the same time, if you're Matt Ryan, you're kind of like, dude, what the hell? Like, we've we've been to a Super Bowl once. Um, I know it hasn't gone right the last handful of years. And, and to Jacob's point, you know, maybe between them, they might be saying, hey, our, our franchise might be cursed a little bit here. But at the same time, um, they've had a, a, an amazing connection. And, and, I mean, it's been one of the best, you know, quarterback wide receiver duos that we've seen in our lifetime for sure. Um, and, you know, if you're Matt Ryan, I'm sure you're probably taken aback a little bit by it. Um, and, and if he is upset, I mean, we haven't heard from Matt Ryan yet, obviously, but I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. I don't know, guys. This this franchise to me is just, as Callan just alluded to, is an enigma to me. I don't get how you can be They're so the good. team in the NFL. You could be so good and reach the Super Bowl with one of the most prolific offenses we've seen recently. I mean, he, they totally outdueled Seattle in the division round. They totally outdueled Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship that year on their way to the Super Bowl. They totally outdueled Tom Brady for out of 60 minutes of what, the first 40? Oh, they dominated that game. Completely dominated. Not just on offense, but on defense, too. And now they are a 4 and 12 team. And according, I mean, according to you guys, they have a really good quarterback, Matt Ryan. I mean, this is a guy, in my opinion, if you go four and twelve, yeah, you can blame the defense to a to a degree. But if you go four and twelve, you gotta. There's a reason that the only player on any NFL team gets attributed wins and losses is the quarterback. So Deshaun Watson's bad too. I'm, is he playing right now? He went four and twelve. Is though. he playing I mean, right I'm now? Saying things can happen throughout a season, though. Yeah, but I mean, there's a reason that, that you, the the responsibility falls on you to a degree. Again, I said you can blame the defense to a degree, and you can blame the quarterback to a degree, but you can't just completely be negligent and say, "Oh, it's not Matt Ryan's fault at all." It just speaks to, I guess, how damaged he thinks that to what you're saying them being a cursed franchise. He views the Falcons as a franchise because it's so bright as far as optimism is concerned at least for that offense i mean julio just got an extra playmaker to go out there with him and it's not going to really take anything away from julio's you know plate i'm sure he wouldn't think like oh they picked kyle pitts now he's going to eat what i want and he's going to get all my targets no i don't think that julio would think that way 
I would think that he would be overjoyed. There's going to be so much more space out there on that field, and it would just make that team better as far as ring chasing is concerned, like you were saying. But yeah. maybe it just speaks to what he thinks of the overall state of the Falcons, and he just doesn't view them as a Super Bowl contender in his mind. No, and I, and I think at this point, I think that's clear. I, I don't think Julio views the Falcons as a Super Bowl contender. It's actually funny we bring that up. You know, I, I Well, was at this looking... point, it's finally clear because it's the first right, time right. we've actually heard like concrete, yeah, yeah I want out. And, and, you know, Tom and I, we were talking in the break here. I was looking at, you know, some um, futures for um, for division winners. And, and I was a little bit surprised um, that, you know, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were only minus 175 to win their division. And I looked should at it. should be better. It should be. It should yeah. be way higher. I mean, I think they'd be like a 220. I mean, just for reference, Kansas City is like minus 290 to win their conference or to win their division, I should say. Um, and I kind of said that out loud. And I was like, man, I mean, who, who does Vegas think that maybe – um, It'll be a you know, bigger challenge yeah. in Tampa Bay than Kansas City. And then Tom said in the division-wise, he said Atlanta. And it's kind of funny that, you know, we got here, and, and then I, we kind of said, well, you know, maybe minus Julio, that might change things. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of funny that, you know, we're, we're talking about Julio now and how all of a sudden it looks like, I mean, if they would have known this, though, like if the Falcons would have known this draft night, don't you think they probably would have just said the hell with it? We're blowing it up. Let's take Justin Fields so. at four. I would think so. Maybe they think they can bring in Kyle Pitts. He can be Julio. They can flip Julio for another first round That's pick. That's fair, at the very I least. guess. And they can just maybe they think that they can be just as good on offense without Julio this year. And they only had Julio for nine games last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean he was beat they up. They didn't a lot. do much. It's seven hundred and seventy-one yards in nine games. It's not bad. It's not bad. Eighty-five yards per game. Like to what, his three standards, t- three touchdowns for his standards. It's not bad for the, for his standards. That might not be up for yeah. far, but it's still pretty damn good. He had three tutties and 771 yards, 51 catches and 68 which, targets. Which we remember 70. too. He caught the most he, percentage of his passes. That that's year, good. So. But if if you remember too, was it not this past year, but two years ago, he didn't get his first touchdown to like week eight or something. No, he was snake bitten touchdowns last year, but he did end with six, so wasn't terrible. All right. Uh, well, let's go right into that. What kind of player is Julio right now? What would you get from him uh, if you were a team that made a trade for him? And I honestly think that he's got to be a first-round pick at yeah, the very at least. the least. I don't know. I know he's 32 years old, so that might you know bring his value down a little bit. But, I mean, this is a guy that has had 1,000 yards every single season since 2014, except for last year when he got injured and only played in nine of the games. And you might say, well, he's old and he was injured last year. And I, I get what you're saying there. But he's never had much of an injury problem in his career. 2013, no. he only played five games. But the lowest he's played other than those two years last year in 2013 was his rookie year when he played 13 games. He played 16 games in 2012, 15 in 2014, 16 and 15, 14 and 16. And then he played 16 and 16 back-to-back in 17 and 18, playing 15 games in 2019. So this is a guy that's always been very available. Injury's not really much of a problem for him. So I don't know if the asking price is too far-fetched to try to get two first-round picks for a guy like Julio Jones. You kind of – it's interesting. Antonio Brown went kind of nuts off the field, and that really drove his trade value down. We're kind of going to get to see what a trade of a receiver of that talent is going to look like now because Julio off the field has been rock solid. So there's nothing driving him down. And we didn't as far see it out concerned. of we didn't see it out of DeAndre Hopkins because Bill O'Brien totally Bill lost O'Brien, that one. I mean, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, how do you not, how do you screw that one up? But the Falcons, I think, could ask for two, but I, I don't think it's far fetched that they get a first round pick in return for. No, I don't think it's far fetched. And I guess to answer your question, you said what kind of player is Julio? And I think last year's a, it's a little tough going off of 
what he did last year. I mean, like you said, what it was 700 and some yards in nine games. That's pretty good. I mean, not for, not for Julio standards, I'm sure, but he was beat up and, and I think he was fighting through some stuff through a lot of, you know, the time that he did play or if he wasn't hundred percent healthy. Um, I don't know if he's the same guy, you know, that he used to be, but at the same time, I think a lot of teams would, would kill to have Julio Jones oh, yeah. on their Talk team. And I think that that tells you that he's worth at least a first round pick. If probably over, you know, 60, 70% of the teams in the league would, would kill to have him. I mean, probably more. Which teams do you think would kill to have him the most? Where's the well, I, I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, Baltimore, in terms of needing I an like option Baltimore. for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. People have floated out New England like as New England as too. a way to kind of ease the pain for, or at least ease the process of easing Mac Jones into the starting quarterback yeah. position. Can I throw or, a dark horse out there? What? Jacksonville. I don't Ooh. get that. What do you mean you don't get that? It's the only, the only Bring question. In a stud like that to help Trevor Lawrence out. How his, long are you going to have him though? Four years at the most. You think maybe if he plays extremely well, that's fair. Stretch till he's thirty six. If he plays that long, I I, would, I bet you get two you know. prime years out of him still. Yeah, and you can pair him with, with Lawrence. I mean, does that make you you know great? Maybe not, but it it could break Trevor it's a Lawrence. Team that's going to have a ton of cap space too because that yeah quarter, they are that quarterback that they're paying. He's on a rookie deal for the next four years. Yeah. the whole route of what I think Julio could play four years. Yeah, and did you see uh, DeAndre Hopkins? I don't know if it was on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, tweeted to um julio i think it was like a pro bowl a couple years ago when michael irvin was the coach and they were all together and he was like remember what we talked about he, like, did, he is not going to arizona i know There's he's not but no i'm just way. telling you and also i don't think kyler murray is the right quarterback to have when you're throwing to both julio and deandre Hopkins. i don't know about that if i could get julio and deandre i don't care who you are i guess my quarterback and i think you're gonna get the job done so quick to poo poo jacksonville though I told you it was a dark horse. I mean, it wasn't like I was putting all my eggs. No, in you're right. It's a dark horse. I've heard this floated out too. Green Bay as a kind of bait. I mean, that would be amazing. As a kind for... of bait to keep Aaron Rodgers in amazing. Green Bay. And I then mean, they trade you, him next year or and something. You'd have to keep it. You, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you'd have to shut your mouth, right? I mean, like. Because that's, that's the help you've been wanting, how, right? They, how don't, could they, you... they, they go the past however many years without adding a single option at wide receiver, tight end, running back to help him out in the first round. But then they go out and get Julio Jones. I mean, yeah. that's that's the piece that you sure. need. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, that if they were to go out and they were to get Julio Jones, I think Rodgers would be happy. I mean, Oh, I how think, couldn't you be? I, I don't think he's the kind of guy that's just going to hold a grudge for a grudge sake. And, just and then be like, oh. if he does leave too, then people are going to say, okay, I, we didn't know who was right and who was wrong in the Aaron Rodgers versus Green Bay story. But if Aaron Rodgers leaves and they bring in Julio Jones, you'll know it's Aaron Rodgers who's – the drama queen in that I, scenario. I do think the team that should make the move is the Baltimore Ravens. And they're a team mm. that does make these kind of moves. The Ravens aren't afraid to make a little bit of a splash, uh, whether that be in free agency, whether that be in making a claim, whether that be in bringing in a guy. I mean, you saw it just last year with Yannick Ngakwe. And, right, they went out and did it. Yeah. And now he's gone. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they're maybe so good at just bringing year. him in, trying him for this run, and then if it doesn't work cap-wise or fit-wise, shipping him right out. And, yeah. Maybe you do that with this Julio situation. You bring him in, you see if it works. If not, ship him right back out. But I think that's a team that should take a shot. I, I think that – and you, you look around the league and all the quarterback drama, Russell Wilson and, and Aaron Rodgers and how they feel like their team isn't helping them. Wouldn't you love to just get out in front of that if you're the Ravens and just really early in Lamar's career be like, look, we sacrificed the first-round pick and, yeah. and, say, a second-round pick. We sacrificed our future to get this guy in here for you for a couple of seasons. 
That's a little bit, you know, later on in the line, if Lamar starts saying you guys aren't giving us any help, you can point to that and be like, uh, uh, what about the Julio trade? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think Baltimore makes a ton of sense. It Scary does. For Steelers yeah, Nation, I said Baltimore. I know you did. I'm just saying as far as if. No, but I, I said it first. Shut up, Jacob. But if I were to say one of the teams were a favorite, I think it would be Baltimore. Are there betting favorites? You're the betting man. Uh, you see, are. It's got to be betting favorites. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on cap space too, right? You gotta have enough to get to get Julio in return. The Falcons aren't just gonna bend over and say, "Oh yeah, you just want one first round pick? That'll be enough." You're gonna have to give up an arm and a leg to get a guy like Julio Jones. Oh, I think so too. I, I think, but so I, that's a, that. Even though it would make a lot of sense for Baltimore, I don't know if they have that available that ability to do so. What if if you were okay? So if, what if you were the Packers? Would you trade Devontae Adams for Julio Jones? No, you would not. No, I don't know if because I would either. because then what's the point? I mean, it's it's, it's a thing. lateral move, isn't it? Yet maybe Julio's better. Julio's better, but then you're you're basically left with the same thing. You're left with an elite receiver and nothing else. You have to bring in Julio to to create this two headed monster in Green Bay with Devontae and Julio lining opposite each other. I do have betting odds in front of me, boys. Yeah, uh, what, what teams would you like to hear the odds on? Because Can we just the, go top to well, bottom. Who's the favorite? Who's, yeah. who do they think? The Falcons at plus three hundred to stay oh, to keep them. Yeah, well, this this was at one o'clock today. It was posted. So that's that's right crazy. after it happened. Okay, so I guess it's valid then. So, um, okay, other than Atlanta, because pa- I, I don't think he's going out. I don't think he's staying in Atlanta. The Patriots are plus four fifty. That's yeah. a team I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, Belichick making that, that move. The Titans are plus five hundred. The Titans, Ooh, interesting. Because I like the, that. I think it's it'd be a and. In hindsight, people will be clapping, applauding the Titans for getting rid of Corey Davis, kind of making A.J. Brown the only receiver there. But he's bringing Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah. my God. Big vote of confidence. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. Draft capital. Chargers are plus 550. The Colts are plus 600. The Ravens are plus 700. Wow, I would think the Ravens would be higher. The I Chargers would must be a cap Colts. situation with Baltimore. Yeah, the Chargers and Colts surprise me that they're that high. 49ers are plus 700. Great. I think it's great fits both the Chargers and the Colts. Yeah. If you could put him with Keenan I mean, Allen I think Vincent – sorry, I almost said Vincent Jackson. Keenan Allen. I not think a he's, hard pitch either. Hey, come to play in L.A. You know what I mean? No, not at all. With a right. young quarterback, with Justin Herbert. I mean – Steelers, where you going to uh, say they're next? Uh, let's see where the Steelers are. The Steelers, yeah, odds I don't for all the They're plus 5,000. Yeah, they're at the Julio way, Jones. way That's um, Steelers don't need Julio Jones. The Packers are plus 1,100. That might be worth throwing something at. Um, just, I mean, why not? But I mean, they it never makes will sense. because the no, Packers they won't. just never help but Aaron Rodgers in any way possible. With right? all this Ever. turmoil, it would make a lot of sense. It would I make g- a lot I... of sense. It would make a lot of sense for the past 10 years for them to be <laughs> sure. helping Aaron Rodgers. If you're Atlanta, you're going to be asking for Devontae Adams and first-round picks, maybe multiple. But you, if you're Green Bay, I think it's a stupid, stupid move to give up Devontae Adams. Give up yeah. your picks, but keep Devontae Adams. No, I think so too. And that man, if I was the GM of Green Bay, I would make the Falcons make me say make. I would make the Falcons say no to two first round picks. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and and how could you blame the Packers GM if the Packers GM sends two first round picks and a third round pick to Atlanta? Yeah, that's a ton and a king's ransom. But you got Julio Jones and Devontae Adams, uh, a great running attack with Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a happy camper. That line is solid. The defense is coming together. Mm-hmm. That's a move that you make that wins you the Super Bowl. Yeah. You just have to have the balls to do it. 
I love actually how this is taking a spin towards the Packers. I think the pack it's on the Packers yeah. to just go all the way the freak in. <laughs> That's how passionate I am yeah. about it. <laughs> and get Julio Jones in there for and it works out timeline wise perfectly. You got what? Maybe two years, three years of peak Rodgers if you're lucky. Well, you got two years maybe of peak Julio if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. I would go all in if you're the Packers. And you know what else is great for the Packers? They have their heir apparent already picked mm-hmm. in love, Jordan Love. I don't so know. I don't I know think if you he's have really the, the ability, heir apparent. He, but he I think you reads... have the ability mm-hmm. to sacrifice that capital because in the back of your head, you might not have a first round pick the year Rodgers hangs it up. But you do have Love still sitting on your bench. To me, Jordan Love right. kind of reeks of a Landry Jones like pick. He could be an Aaron Rodgers though. For all could you be. Know. Rodgers I mean, sat for I mean, four I guess. I mean, we we thought the in. same thing about Landry Jones and Mason Rudolph. People, it's possible. You just you want to say that. Obviously, as a fan of the Packers, you want to say Landry Jones is the next guy to kind of wait his turn to get the starting spot, and because he waited so long, he he blooms so well once he finally does get that spot. But how likely is that to happen? Quickly, Tom, um, the Jaguars, your dark horse, or the 10th leading odds, I guess the 10th team with the best odds, plus 1,400. I just think it would be So the Packers rank a little bit above that? Packers are eight. Yeah, they're eight. Yeah. I do love the Packers. I would be all in. And speaking of the Packers, OTAs for them started this week. Mm-hmm. Rodgers ain't there. did not show up. No. <laughs> Don't read too much into that, though. There's going to be teams around but, the league. You shouldn't be surprised by it, though, either. No, he doesn't like where he's at no. right now in Green Bay. But again, that's why this. But don't don't think also because he didn't show up, that's it. He's he's not gonna come back. No, I don't think so either. I don't think Rodgers is the type of guy. Like if they played chicken, I bet Rodgers would blink. I bet he will end up being the starting quarterback for the Packers Week One. Oh really? Yeah. I think it's the opposite. You think he'd sit out? I think it's Green Bay who would kind of and bend, trade him. Ben first, yeah. No, I think Green Bay would be able to wait it all the way out. Just tell them they're not trading him. He might not show up until the very Listen, first day of practice. The Green Bay Packers know better won. than anyone how to deal with a quarterback who's on the fritz or on the fence of coming back versus not coming back. This is so different, though. They forced, they forced with, the other yeah. one out for this guy. Yeah. So they're I mean, not ready. You just, you just talked about around. Jordan Love. Maybe they could force Aaron Rodgers out. They're not ready for that. Yeah. Jordan Love didn't even take a snap last year. He didn't even get a helmet in any of their games last year. He wasn't even the backup quarterback on that team. He was in a press box for Sundays watching. So mm-hmm. he's got a ton of learning still to do. It's a do pretty great gig. NFL's concerned. Lo- Paid millions <laughs> to just sit in the press box. for a while. Third string. <laughs> first of all, PGA Tour professional is number one. But number no, two. No, Caddy's number one. Get out of here. You can win so much more as far as being a pro. I'm never winning anything. Yeah. Anyway. Number thir- three, third string practice guy quarterback in the NFL. That's you're making a, millions. That is such a charity yeah. gig. I mean, that is such a charity gig. Maybe not millions, but you're making. Oh, you can minimum. make millions. You can make a million, two million. But as far as longevity, yeah, sure, you can make yeah. millions. You're pulling six figures in every single year, though. At right. The yeah. Least. I'm not saying I'm not saying every year you're going out making seven figures every year. But by the end of it's your a career. Sweet gig. Yeah. But yeah, it he, is a he sweet gig, though. He didn't even play last year or <laughs> get to sit on that sidelines in an NFL game. So that. The next step is to now sit on the sidelines with a helmet on and be that one injury away from actually stepping up and being in the game. He was not that last year, right. so they're definitely not ready to force Aaron Rodgers out. But, man, I do love this idea of just really sending a King's Ransom to Atlanta just to make them say no to you, and they wouldn't. They would take it. Yeah. If he's on the block and he wants to be traded, they'd take it. And if I were the Falcons, I would trade him for two first-round picks because I think you've yeah. got a very formidable offensive attack to where you're not going to go completely into the tank this year, even without him, 
but you still might be picking with your pick number 16, and then you assume you're trading Julio to a contender, you get another pick later in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think you'd have a tough time saying no to that, right? right. I mean, you get you, I think both sides would kind of get what they wanted, but I don't know. Uh, it's just tough. Like, it, it, if you're Atlanta, and it's just hard to give up a guy like that. You know what I mean? Like a guy that's meant the so same much. Thing with Rogers, right? I mean, right. I mean, that's true too. I mean, and I guess they're kind of both on level playing fields. You know what I mean? Both of them don't want to be there anymore. Uh, I don't know. But I think the one that's more tradable is Julio Jones. Yeah, because yeah. He's, a, he's a receiver. He's a receiver. And it allows you, I mean, I guess if you're if you're the Packers and you trade Aaron Rodgers, it kind of says, hey, we're going to rebuild here. But they still have good pieces around them. If you lose Julio Jones, yeah, there's still good pieces. But how much longer does Matt Ryan have left? You know what I mean? Like, you might just blow I it mean, all up. How much? Point. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has less time, I think, than Matt Ryan. I don't know about that actually, and I Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has a solid five years, I think, on if not four years on Matt Ryan. So, right, but I just think and quarterbacks tend to be playing longer into their careers than they ever have been. So, you could say you have Matt Ryan maybe for another eight years or but something I think if he's thirty two. Stay more elite than Ryan. Like I would, I think Rodgers thirty four. Maybe Ryan will still be in the league longer than Rodgers, of course. But I think at the the level that they're playing, like like Ryan. You said Rodgers has about four or five years on him age-wise. Ryan, four to five years from now, ain't winning an MVP like Rodgers just did. Do you know what I mean? Like the quality you're getting from Rodgers at the later With age. Kyle Pitts? Who knows? I mean, he ha- look, Matt Ryan has an MVP award on his shelf. So he does. Maybe right, he will become right. a two-time MVP winner. But it is, This was Rodgers' third MVP? I actually don't also, just to kind of wrap things up, I, I don't discount him staying in Atlanta. Julio. I know he said he's gone today, but I mean this this site said it's the favorite. Like, that's what I mean. It could There's have just been made for that. TV. Well, it's just been TV. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean those shows are pro wrestling now. I mean Stephen A is legitimately hey. almost a pro wrestler. No offense. He is. No, I mean I know. he knows not, how to work that I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a talent to working a crowd like that. And yeah. they absolutely know how to do it. I mean, you haven't seen it in a year because of COVID, but when as we're starting to open back up I mean, Stephen A. used to have crowds at bars where well, this they would was, be around the country going into yeah. frenzies at first. I mean, this was Shannon Sharp, but it's the same exact. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, the yeah, same yeah, yeah. theater. The same... They just want to create oh, the headlines sure. and the buzz. Sure. And this is a way to do it. I mean, I, I'm on Twitter right now just, like, just in the top of my, you know, like, the um, the feed. And the first two things are Shannon Sharp, the video of it. You know what I mean? Different places picking it up. And then someone else was talking about, oh, Fox, Fox Sports could face legal action if, you know, if Julio Jones didn't know he was on the air and that sort of, I mean, again, it's all, it's all TV. I'd be, I'd be pretty shocked if he didn't know, you know what I mean? If, if, or if Shannon Sharp didn't know that he had to say before he even talked to him, Hey, I'm going to call you. You're going to be on the air. You That's know? what I mean. And like the sheer coincidence that Julio would pick up at that time. I mean, well, didn't he call Shannon Sharp back? Maybe I, I think I that's what ended up happening. I think he he ca- he tried to call him earlier in the show, maybe or something. And then then he called him back. I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I don't watch that. But I, I that's what I thought he said in the video. It could, I guess, it could just be a made for TV event. Yeah, but it's gonna be yeah. interesting. And I will love the day as far as the show we do when Julio Ooh. does get traded because it will be a bombshell. That is, for I sure. think it makes the most sense to wrap it up one more time to go to Green Bay. To try, to try to get I think so Green too. Bay. I think uh, more yeah. so than Baltimore. Not just for Julio's sake. Maybe there's another team in a location he would prefer. But if I was the Green Bay GM, I would yeah. force him right. to Green Bay. I and why that's, not? That's yeah. what I mean. That's 
That's the move. But keep and Devontae Adams. No, yeah, you do, you, have by, you do it by sacrificing your draft classes yeah. for the next couple of seasons. Maybe like one of the running backs that you have, you but have like two or three. It's not two. even that bad. But you like, put your you name on two. it. You get, you get I bet two, you could do two it. first round picks and maybe a third round pick. Yeah, that's not sacrificing. That's just saying the next two years, we won't get that first rounder. But the next two but years, we still we're have, have enough. Aaron Rodgers and Julio yeah, Jones. Exactly. And, Adams what do you, and, Aaron and Jones. you weren't going to help him out in the first round anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah, exactly. You're going to take another quarterback for all you know. <laughs> so it's better to take those picks away from you so you can't ruin it. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you, as always, for listening to Steelers Standard on the next episode. Or we'll talk to you next later in the week, as far as there are no next episodes for this cluster of episodes. You only get three. We're not doing a fourth one. I'm going home and watching the Penguins game. But we will talk to you later on in the week. Download and subscribe to our episodes of Steelers Standard at Apple or Spotify. If you want to just check them out online, though, you can go to Steelers.com. They all live there. For Jacob Brecht and Kellen Gersky, I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks, as always. We'll talk to you next time.